Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, I'm not sure that's the guy you want campaigning for you, Gavin. But anyway, we welcome you to the Tuesday edition of the Morning Show with Preston Scott. It is a massively important day for the citizens of California, whether they know it or not. Um, We'll talk more about the election day and what to expect on, uh, on this fine edition of the Morning Show with Preston Scott. Good morning. I'm Preston. That's Grant Allen over there in Studio 1A. I am here in Studio 1B. Good to be with you. Show 4545. Look at that. Show 4545. That's an easy one to remember. And here we are, day 238 of America held hostage. The days seem longer. I, I will be candid with you. My stomach was in knots when I finished prepping for this show. That has not happened before. It just hasn't. It the best way I can describe it is imagine being the canary in the coal mine. That poor bird has taken one for the team. Even if it's somewhat safe to venture into that coal mine, the canary's taking it in. (laughs) It's not bad. Not bad, fellas. Come on in. Come on in. Other times, the canary might... (laughs) Gone. But I was the canary in the coal mine yesterday in prepping for this show. And this morning, I printed out even more material. I was shuffling stuff in and out. All for you. That's the kind of selfless work Grant Allen and I do for you. We take it. We go into the coal mine. We take in the noxious fumes. (coughs) Oh, my gosh. And do our very best to function the next day. Or the day of, as is the case today. But anyway, we welcome you to the program. It's a tough one. It's going to be, we're, I'm going to do my best to put a, a, some kind of light at the end of that tunnel. Just remember, that's why we start with scripture. <laughs> Here it is. Second Corinthians 5.20. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. As though God were making his appeal through us. Hello? As though God was making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, 
be reconciled to God. That is my declaration to you this morning. And if you are reconciled to God, you are in good standing. You're you're doing okay in front of in front of God. You're postured right. Your prayers are being heard. Then I implore you to be an ambassador and implore others to be reconciled to God. I'm going to be my own echo chamber. It is the only way this all makes sense. It's the only manner by which you can sort through all of the noise and find a measure of peace. Yeah, but Preston, you said your stomach was in knots last night. Yeah, it was. I'm human. I read all this stuff. I, I, I read the equivalent of a book or two every single week in prepping for this radio program. I'm not complaining. That's my job, and I love it. I love learning. I'm, I'm just curious. I'm fascinated by the way people think and why they think the way that they do. And I understand the way and and the reason why many people think the way that they do. Their minds have not been redeemed. Nah, seriously. This has nothing to do with vaccines or no vaccines, masks or no masks. This has everything to do with viewing life through the right set of lenses. Anyway, all right, we've got this date in history coming up next. We'll open up the American Patriots Almanac, give you a little knowledge for the morning, and then we will get busy with the audio magazine known as The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Justice and the American way, like Superman, only with a microphone. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7. WFLA. Twelve minutes past the hour, rolling into the morning show with Preston Scott for the Tuesday edition, September the fourteenth in history, at two fifteen in the morning. On September fourteenth, nineteen oh one, President William McKinley died in Buffalo died from wounds left by an assassin's bullet. A little bit more than 12 hours later, 3.30 in the afternoon, the same day, Teddy Roosevelt stood in the library of a friend's house in Buffalo and took the oath of office to become the 26th president of the United States. He was 42 years old. It is a dreadful thing to come into the presidency in this way, Roosevelt observed, yet he woke the next morning ready to stride into the arena of history, exclaiming, I feel bully. A friend once said that Roosevelt was a many-sided man and, quote, every side was like an electric battery. Cowboy, explorer, naturalist, rough rider, author, politician, 
Some say he is exactly what the United States needed at the time. Also on this date in history, 1716, Boston Light, the first lighthouse in America, kindled for the first time, 1716. 1814, Francis Scott Key writes the Star-Spangled Banner after watching the British bombard Fort McHenry. And the flag was still there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we don't think about the words of the song much. We just sing them. Maybe. Maybe you don't even sing them. I suppose it, it has a lot to do with whether someone's singing the national anthem where you can join in or performing the national anthem where you're like, okay, I'll just stand here and be silent. I'm not a big fan of performing the national anthem. You didn't happen to see the one last night for Monday Night Football, did no, you? I did not. Yeah, that was pretty egregious. Yeah, I didn't. No, I did not. Uh, U.S. forces, including Marines, capture Mexico City, raised the flag over the halls of Montezuma. That was in 1847. To the shores of Tripoli. Yeah, the Mexicans have gotten their revenge, though. They're raising their flag over some of our facilities in the well, United States. And in 1975, Elizabeth Ann Seton is canonized as the first American-born Catholic saint. Yeah, we'll leave that one alone. Uh, it's good to be with you this morning. I just want to go back for just a second. Today in California, Gavin Newsom is up for recall. Uh, many believe Larry Elder is the most likely. Uh, I don't think it's likely at all. I'll explain why later. But Joe Biden campaigning. Consider the possibilities of Joe Biden campaigning. By the way, this is my little sister, Valerie. And I'm Jill's husband. Oh, no, this is the switched on me. This is my wife. This is my sister. They switched on me. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. There is not a single solitary reason in the world why, why, as I said, we shouldn't be in a position that everybody, and that's my wife, Jill. Hey, Jill, I'm Jill's husband, actually. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone, make sure the kids hear words. We hold these truths to be self-evident. <laughs> All men and women created by the, go, you know the, you know the thing. You know the thing. <laughs> 16 minutes after the hour on the morning show with Preston Scott. WFLA on your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. Yes! And iHeart's radio station. Justin Haskins joins us from the Heartland Institute and StoppingSocialism.com in the third hour. All right, brace yourselves if you're listening in and around the Panama City area. Okay, um, 94.5 WFLA is moving. I know, it sounds so weird. The show is so big, they're giving us three different signals. In Panama City, we will be heard on 96.3 FM, starting tomorrow. I know, I know. Exactly. Uh, 
in Panama City Beach on 102.5 FM, 102.5. And in a large part of the region, if you have a high-definition radio, there are HD radios, and HD signals are very unique. You can hear us on 92.5. This is going to blow your mind. WPAP HD2. I know it's confusing. I'm right there with you. But these are decisions made outside of my purview. And I'm happy to say that I have nothing to do with it because that would make my life infinitely more complex to have to make decisions like this. If you're the best bet to stream this program live is to search for WFLA Panama City on iHeartRadio. That would be if you're like, what did you just say? We're promoting it all the time in Panama City. And I know that there are very few people up at this hour listening, but there's some people up at this hour. I know because I get your emails. So you can look for WFLA Panama City, or you can just get where we are based in Tallahassee, WFLA FM in Tallahassee, 100.7 on iHeartRadio. So there you go. We had to get that out of the way. Leon County Administrator Vince Long taking on Governor Ron DeSantis, quoting, Unfortunately, and despite the tireless efforts of public health professionals, political rhetoric continues to dangerously exacerbate the fear and confusion about vaccinations. Not really. The news does. The facts do. And not for everybody. Come on now, Vince. In a public health emergency, clarity of information remains critical. You think, Vince... Is that why you have no interest in the science, the studies, and the news that's opposing your viewpoint? You mean that kind of information that brings clarity? And this is why it is necessary that I clarify that vaccinations as a condition of employment in Leon County is legal and will remain in effect. Okay, he didn't say it like that. I'm adding, that would be like I would bolden it, underline it, and highlight it and say, emphasis mine. (laughs) We will continue to act responsibly to ensure our operational readiness to respond to the needs of our community and to keep our employees safe. Really? So does that mean you're, you're going to allow anyone who is endangered by the outcome of a vaccine to sue the county? I'm still waiting for that answer, by the way. The, the Leon County will not answer that question. I have asked officially three times now. They will not answer that question if they are indemnified from actions legally as a result of the vaccine. So, a couple things. Number one, all of you that work for a city or a county that is requiring you to get a vaccine and you just don't feel like you should be required... Whether you get one or not, you shouldn't be made to. Few things to keep in mind. Number one, it is in employers, it is uh, in employees, it is a job seekers job market. There are jobs everywhere, and they're paying better than ever. Some say they're overpaying. 
But there are jobs. That's number one. I recognize not everybody can just say, I'm out because you got bills to pay. I get it. And don't think for one second that Vince Long, the sheriff of Nottingham, is not well aware of that reality that some of you have to work. I would simply suggest to you, don't ever forget that he's done this. There are other jobs. There are other places to work. There are other public entities to work that don't require this. You don't have to travel far. There's the private sector. But I'm hoping and I'm waiting for news from the governor's office because he took a position on all this yesterday. I'm waiting for an answer on what does it mean when Ashley Moody says she's going to fight mandatory vaccines in the private and public sector. What does that mean in the short term? I'm waiting for that answer. When I get it, it will dominate the program. Until then, it won't. I'm waiting. 27 minutes after the hour. Big story in the press box moments away here on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Morning Show with Preston Scott. Featuring Grant Allen. And you know the story. They said to Lincoln, you can't use him anymore. And his name was Grant. And he went in and he knocked the hell on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Thirty-six minutes past the hour. In my never nicotine-stained fingers, I hold the big story in the press box. Here's the headline. White House abruptly cuts feed of Biden mid-sentence as he asks a question at a briefing that has to do with the wildfires, I guess, that are loose in Idaho. Now, I asked yesterday, well, I suggested that I was going to uh, answer the question that I asked, uh, who is in charge And I'm just going to throw this out there. First, let's go back to just a handful of incidents here in recent months. I'll take your questions. And as usual, folks, they gave me a list of the people I'm going to call on. So, uh, Jonathan, Associated Press. You guys are bad. I'm not supposed to be answering all these questions. I'm supposed to leave. I can't resist your questions. Now, I'm supposed to stop and walk out of the room here. Ladies and gentlemen, 
They gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell of NBC. Who tells the president of the United States what to do? And then yesterday, this happened. Can I ask you a question? Of course. One of the things that uh, I've been working on with some others is... And the feed cut, and they put a banner billboard up that said, thanks for watching. That's the White House. The White House controlled that. The White House cut him off. Now, some things are coming together for me. And I would say to you that they can only really be explained, maybe. This is a, this is a possible explanation, not an excuse. There is the chance that Joe Biden is suffering mental decline onset early onset dementia i mean there there are potential things and i do feel sorry for the guy on that front i i I don't want anybody to be you know to to suffer from anything that's possible but as someone that has spent a good many years with what's called an ifb and and what that is is that is a device that you listen to and and broadcasters have Sometimes they are molded and you can't really tell they're there. Sometimes you see a little uh, wire over the ear. Other times it's in the headphones and you hear someone. And someone that's a novice, that's new, they're not used to hearing someone talk in their ear while they're speaking coherently. And so what happens is when someone's whispering, don't do, no, stop. You don't say, it can cause these long, awkward pauses. Now, we go to a comment made Right as inauguration is taking place, within a few days of inauguration, Barack Obama with Stephen Colbert. People would ask me, knowing what you know now, do you wish like you had a, sec- a, a third term? Um, and I, I used to say, you know what, if, if I could make an arrangement where um, I had, a, I had a, a stand-in, a front man, or front woman, and, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats mm-hmm. looking through the stuff, and then I could sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony. Wow. I, I'd be fine with that because I found the work fascinating. So who is running the country right now? Who's behind these ridiculous, power-hungry edicts? Everyone described Joe Biden as a moderate. Just saying. I don't know. But boy, as of right now, what I'm observing, what I'm seeing policy-wise, this is the most plausible thing going. 40 minutes past the hour. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. This listen to your opinions, Dan. Tell you you're wrong. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Forty-two minutes after the hour, uh, 
lead research assistant of the morning show with Preston Justice. Scott just sent me a note. Did you see this? And uh, and it's the story of an FSU football player. Um, proposing after uh, after getting beat by Jacksonville State. Man. He's on his knee in the uh, past the end zone uh, near the tunnel, and he's taking a knee, and yeah, buddy. <laughs> he, he realized, Dad Gummit, I planned this. Her entire family's here. This was the one chance, so screw it. I'm doing it. Yeah, Jacksonville State's in the background celebrating, <laughs> planting the flag in the middle of the field. The band's playing. Poor Everyone's guy. going nuts. But he's a division team. I've seen I've seen him on Twitter and he's just he's owning it. He's like, Hey you guys, we're registered at Crate and Barrel, check us out. If you search us on Amazon, you'll find our registry there. So he's he's just taking it in stride. Yeah. Uh Danny Cannell tweets out, This can't be real. This was a hundred percent real? Like after that game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Uh, absolutely true. So is this. Uh, three absentee ballots got mailed out to the address of Ashley Babbitt. One to her, uh, two others to people that no longer live at that address. And that's why I'm going to tell you that Gavin Newsom's going to win recall. They're going to cheat. Why else would... I mean, in no world... Does a campaign strategist say, and I'm going to agree to quote here by Sean Clegg. I don't see a scenario where we're not talking about a victory for the governor and complete rejection of this appalling partisan power grab. Have you not paid attention? I mean... You have the former Senate Majority Leader, a Democrat, from the state legislature endorsing your Republican competitor. You have Hollywood elitists fleeing Gavin Newsom and endorsing his Republican competitor. Partisan power grab. I don't see a scenario where we're not talking about a victory. The only way you can say that is if you've rigged the game. Absolutely. And when you send out 20 million ballots, as the California Secretary of State has done, they sent out 20 million ballots and allowed California voters to print. I kid you not, heard Larry Elder say it. They can print their ballot from home. What? Yes. That's a yes. What? Yes, I know. You've got to be kidding me. I'm glad you're laughing because I was beside myself. I'm reminded of a scene from the movie uh, uh, Gangs of New York, I think is what it's called, with Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, maybe the best actor in the world, Daniel Day-Lewis. And... uh, there's a scene in there where it, it's the whole Tammany Hall scene and voting and how many times have you voted? 
Six. You're not done your duty. Get in there and vote some more. <laughs> it's like that's what we're seeing. Hey, how many ballots did you print out? Not um, enough. A ream? <laughs> a ream? A case? Get back in there. Here's some ink. <laughs> we got more of the morning show with Preston Scott to come. you the facts the morning show with preston scott on news radio 100.7 wfla justin haskins will join us in the third hour of the radio program this morning always enjoy my visits with justin reminder to those of you just starting to wake up and rub the dust out of the eyes little sleepy dust going away getting ready get get puffy eyes and all that stuff i had to do a little video project for uh for iheart radio and it's telling grant about it before the show started but one of the things i i did is i took a couple photos of myself right after i woke up No, that's dedication. It, no, it's not. It's not a pretty sight, but you just laugh. That's that's the thing. You, you know, you get to a certain age in life where you just don't care. You just, whatever. You know, I maybe I missed a whisker here, though. You know, I mean, I, 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 I'm a big, I, I, I will say that I was impacted once by somebody that had massive bushels of ear hair. Oh, I mean, I mean, woo, woo, whoa. And so you said. And so that, that's, I am I a well-groomed, <laughs> ear hairless man. I am, I am here, I'm ear hairless. Uh, I, I, I am busy with the landscaping of the ears. Uh, there's not going to be any of that. And I've, I've kind of, there are just certain things that I see old guys do or not do. And I've just determined I'm not going to be that guy. And so while I might miss a whisker now and then, I work hard not to. Because old guys, just sometimes they just get to that point where I don't care. I don't care. I got five whiskers sticking out here and four over there. And yeah, whatever. Uh, I just, (laughs) if I'm going to shave, I'm going to shave. If I'm not, I'm not. It's just, that's just the way it is. Anyway, if you're just waking up early in the Panama City area... And you're used to listening to us on 94.5 WFLA. Enjoy it because it's over today. Now, we're going to stay on the air, but we're, they're putting us on three different signals. They're, we are moving in Panama City to 96.3 FM. In Panama City Beach, 102.5. So I'm just begging you, punch it in. If you've got a radio, you, you, you know how to do the memory thing. You dial it in. You push. This is the way most of them work. You push the button you want to assign it to, which should be number one. And you hold it. And, and you hold it. Yep. Of course, whenever I am in somebody's car, if I have a rental or something, I program my radio station into all six of them. And if they have three FM things, I program, program them into all 18 of them. And so I'm that guy. Uh, so it's 102.5 FM in Panama City Beach, 96.3 FM in Panama City. And if you have a high-definition radio, they are a thing. 92.5 WPAP is the high-definition 2 signal, HD2. 
And so uh, we thank you very much for keeping us in the loop. But uh, but spread the word, pass it on. Um, you know, the way I see it, it gives us two chances, three chances to get on someone's radar. So I'm, I'm looking at it the best I can. Uh, you know, no, no greater love than that a station give up its signal for another. And so we're giving our signal over to a rock station so they can play rock music. Maybe Christmas music. Maybe, you know, I don't know. But, but it's, it's what we think is the best thing to do to help. And so there you go. So spread the word. Dr. Fauci said he would support a vaccine requirement for air travel. Did he get some new data from China? Uh, he said, I would support that if you want to get on a plane and travel with other people that you should be vaccinated. Why? No, I, I just want anyone that, that thinks that way to answer why. You've been vaccinated. You're good. You're a carrier. You can get infected. So what difference does it make whether anyone around you has the vaccine or not? That's the question no one will answer. What difference does it make if you think the vaccine, if the vaccine is all that, what, what's the big deal? FDA officials are quitting over some of this stuff, and we'll get to that next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Hey, good morning. Because it's not cool anymore. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. How are you? I'm Preston, dabbing my way through hour number two of the radio program. That is Grant Allen. He's doing the double, triple, quadruple dab. Let's go. <laughs> yes, you can count on us doing it if it's not trendy. If it's been there and is gone, boom, it's hot and it is fashionable for us. How do you do, fellow kids? It's the new hotness around here. <laughs> Welcome to the second hour of the program. Day 4545. That's Grant over there in Studio 1A. I'm here in Studio 1B. And I may have the only producer in America that's actually older than me. Uh, Grant Allen, ladies and gentlemen, running the radio program. I'll be here all week. Yes, he will. And beyond. Um, COVID-19 vaccine boosters unnecessary for most. FDA advisors resigning over issue. Tied to that is this additional story from CNBC. Data shows COVID booster shots are not appropriate at this time. U.S. and international scientists conclude. Conclusion in the peer-reviewed journal, The Lancet, comes a week before the Biden administration says it plans to begin offering shots to the general public. They are begging the White House to reconsider, and it is so significant that the head, the director of the FDA Office of Vaccine Research and Review, Marion Gruber, and her de deputy director, Phil Krause, are resigning. They won't be party to it. Wow. That's an interesting development. 
it's it's fascinating because they're saying, wait a minute, we, we don't know yet. There are potential side effects that we don't know enough about yet about the vaccines in general, let alone a booster. People are 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 protected enough, they say. Now here's a story from Newsweek. Lead research assistant just sent me. Catherine Fung. Headline. Over 14,000 vaccinated people with breakthrough COVID cases have been hospitalized or died. Now, I think that number is far greater than that. And that, by the way, is in the United States. It's not just an unvaccinated problem. There are, there are so many reasons why county administrators like Vince Long and Leon County and others in other cities and communities across the country should check their hubris, step back, and consider the consequences of their actions. If you are in favor of the of the vaccine, that is terrific. I would not discourage you if you felt like your health, your your personal safety was dependent on getting the vaccine. But I would hope that you would have enough intelligence to know that this is not like a childhood vaccine that we got when we were kids. Because this is not a human-only virus. This is an animal-derived virus. And it's a coronavirus. And there's never been a successful vaccine. Ever. And I asked Vince Long that question. Why are you doing this? What happens when the next variant, which we've been told is resistant to the vaccine, I'm not talking Delta. I'm talking about the other variants. They've got their warm-ups off. They're stretching on the sidelines. Oh, boy, I'm coming in, boys. Put me in, coach. Watch me infect some people. You thought the vaccine was going to protect you. Not me, baby. I got game. I got more game than your vaccine has. Now, see, it's foolishness to mandate this stuff. And the cracks are showing. Ten minutes past the hour. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The Morning Show with Preston Scott. I say this calls for action and now nip it in the bud. On News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Eleven minutes now, twelve minutes past the hour here on the Tuesday edition of the radio program. I want you to listen to the echo chamber. Now, this is this is just two examples in the next two segments of how the mainstream media works. Two different hosts, same network, MSNBC. Listen to the guests. Two different guests. The attack is on. Here's Stephanie Rule of MSNBC, joined by U.S. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo. Check this out. I'm puzzled by these people who continue to say they're forced to get vaccinated here. There's always been a choice. If you do not want to get vaccinated, You can work from home. You can homeschool your children. You can shop online. So where is this coming from? People saying, I'm now being forced to be vaccinated. We never forced vaccinations on kids in school. If you didn't want to vaccinate your kids, you could homeschool them. And people have done it for years. You're exactly right. Nobody's being forced. In fact, if you don't get vaccinated, you just have to get tested on a weekly basis. But the reality is the science is crystal clear on this. Get it, get vaccinated. These vaccines are incredibly effective. They're effective, they are free, they work. And we just, it's unacceptable. It is unacceptable now that people aren't getting vaccinated. We need our kids in schools. We need the schools open. We need people to get back to work. We need people flying on airplanes. We need people in restaurants. We have too many Americans still out of work. And this is a simple, effective uh, shot in the arm, if you will, that our economy needs. And there's no reason not to get vaccinated at this point in time. That being said, you're not being forced. You can work from home. You can get tested on a weekly basis. Uh, So I just think this is just smart public policy and great leadership by the president. All right. A few things. Number one, uh, no, you don't always have a choice. Not all businesses are, are, are allowing people to work remotely. You do not have that choice. That's, that's, that's a misstatement. Number two, uh, a complete lie is once again the conflation of childhood vaccines with this vaccine. There is not one challenge to the statement I've made for the last several months. I have not been challenged once because it is scientifically 100% proven fact. This is a coronavirus, a respiratory virus. It is not smallpox. It is not mumps. It is not measles. It is not 
smallpox in in any form or fashion. It's not polio. It it is nothing in common with those viruses. Nothing. We have never vaccinated our way out of a coronavirus. Check out the annual flu stats. We had a flu season last year, not much of one. There might have been four cases across the country. But guess what? Every year, H1N1 shows up. How long have we been giving shots for that? Number three. Too many out of work, so get the vaccine. That has nothing to do with why people aren't working. People aren't working because the federal government gave out too much money. And people were getting a better wage than they were making at work, so they stopped working. The economy has contracted. There's a rumor that the Fed won't release the GDP numbers claiming COVID complications. The rumor that is out there, Glenn Beck talked about yesterday, is that the Atlanta Fed released numbers that showed a 40% decline in the GDP. I can't verify that, but that's what was out there yesterday. Back with another Echo Chamber moment. UFLA. On your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. Hey, so here we go. An iHeartRadio station. Wowzers! Just telling G-Man over there, not the bee. Amazing footage of a pack of hyenas taking down a lioness, almost killing her before her pride showed up and starts cracking spines. It was brilliant. And I'm I'm watching that video. I saw it last night. And I like when those hyenas jumped on the lioness. I'm like, ooh. I- because there's that, like this is about almost to be 15 bad. or 20 of them. There was a lot. Like, this is about to be bad. And then all of a sudden, the circle of life. Mufasa showed up yeah, with the man. rest of his clan. <laughs> woo! Got me fired up, man. Put me in, coach. I was, woo, that was incredible. All right. We were talking about the echo chamber and how it works. And, I, and, and they get their talking points. All the surrogates for the White House. The White House sends out their talking points. The Democrats send out their talking points to the media. The media sets everybody up. They start using the same words. Rush Limbaugh uh, used this technique for years. Uh, Cookie would pull together sound bites and reveal the exact same terminology being used. Little nuance changes, but the same messaging over and over and over and over and over. If I were in charge of Premier and iHeartRadio, I would be hiring Cookie or hiring somebody that she trained to provide that service for all of us. But we do the best we can. This is a little bit bigger context because of the things being said. This is a New York Times reporter. She's the health reporter, Cheryl Gay Stolberg. Um, and, and this is her interview with Mika Brzezinski on MSNBC Morning Joe. And this is uh, this is Brzezinski starting. Check this out. In three, two. <laughs> I'm sorry to be to, to be coarse about this, but there are hundreds of thousands of people who are dead because they did not take the vaccine. What I mean, the science is playing out before our eyes. Stop the tape. Wait, is she saying in the United States? Or, or globally, or 
she she's she's suggesting that that the people that are are not being vaccinated hundreds of thousands of people are dead did you see that dead because they didn't get vaxxed um first i don't believe the number is even a hundred thousand and there's reason for that that opinion but we've got to get to uh the reporter for the times check this out all right so a couple of things about what the governor said first of all in an infectious disease outbreak getting vaccinated is not a personal choice it's not it's something that we do for the community Mm. and this has been long upheld with legal precedent second of all the governors who are complaining about biden's mandate fail to note that he in fact gave businesses an out their employees can opt for mandatory uh, weekly testing echo chamber third he talked about well there's a long history with those other vaccines well how do you think we got that long history echo chamber we got that long history because the vaccines were mandated and some of those vaccines themselves created pushback during when they were first mandated because people didn't know what to trust as the governor said people were cautious but in an infectious disease outbreak your personal choice ends where my right not to get killed by an infectious disease begins. So we have these collective actions for the good of the community, not the individual. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, first, legal precedent, when? There's no legal precedent for this type of virus vaccine. There isn't one. She's, she's wrong. And and this is this is why people like us exist this is why radio programs like this exist it's to say uh uh no that's not correct there is no legal precedent for a vaccine mandate of this nature and if there's a legal precedent well then there's no choice right it's a mandate what are you saying So once again, conflating viruses and vaccines, the opt-out with required mandatory weekly testing at the the cost of the employer or employee can be passed on, of course. It's just echo chamber, echo chamber, echo chamber, the same talking points. But that's a reporter. The other one works for the administration, but that's a reporter. Same talking points they're trying to hit back. Oh, we're not making anybody get a shot. This is just like every other vaccine kids have had. No, it's not. I've local land laughter. It's the morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Five minutes after the hour, it is the morning show with Preston Scott. Oh yeah. Good to be with you this morning. Can't believe we're halfway through the program. It is uh, moved quickly today. Grant Allen there in Studio One A. I'm here in Studio One B, briefing for those of you in Panama City in mere moments. But first, 
the big story in the press box. Um, we were worried early with uh, with Joe Biden, right? I, I mean, the the number of mistakes that guy has made campaigning and so forth are are legendary. By the way, this is my little sister Valerie, and I'm Jill's husband. Oh no, this is the- they switched on me. This is my wife. This is my sister. They switched on me. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. There is not a single solitary reason in the world why, why, as I said, we shouldn't be in a position that everybody, and that's my wife, Jill. Hey, Jill. I'm hey, Jill's husband, hey, Jill. actually. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the, go, you know the, you know the thing. Because if you could take care, you were a quartermaster, you can sure and help take care of running a, you know, a department store uh, thing, you know, where and the second floor of the ladies' department, or whatever, you know what I mean? Well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. You know, the <laughs> rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with, uh, with uh, I don't know, uh, you have been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. What kind of country are we going to be? Four more years of George, uh, George, uh, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world. Yeah, you know George. When George Trump gets elected, <laughs> oh, and so we now come to Joe Biden as president. I'll take your questions, and as usual, folks, they gave me a list of the people I'm going to call on. So, uh, Jonathan, Associated Press. You guys are bad. I'm not supposed to be answering all these questions. I'm supposed to leave. I can't resist your questions now. I'm supposed to stop and walk out of the room here. Ladies and gentlemen, they gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell of NBC. Uh, I'm supposed to... It's better than... uh, Is that worse than the whisper? Well... Hey, guys. I'm Joe Biden. Get vaccinated. (laughs) And then yesterday... The President of the United States. Can I ask you a question? Of course. One of the things that uh, I've been working on with some others is... And they cut the feed. The White House cut the feed. Fox didn't cut it. NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, the White House cut the president off mid-sentence. You could almost feel the panic. Can can I ask you something? Uh, there's this thing. Cut the feet! Cut the feet! <laughs> cut the feet! <laughs> Quick! Now! Do it! Do it! Do it! <laughs> Meanwhile... Who is running things? Don't go anywhere. I'm going to give you a tantalizing soundbite next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott.
first to know. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Forty-one minutes after the hour, Tuesday on the Morning Show. All right, I am. I'm envisioning Ron Klain. He's the chief of staff for the uh, for the Biden administration for the president. And some think he's running things. I, I don't. I do not think Ron Klain is running things. If he is, he's running them by way of somebody else who is really running things. Uh, Ron Klain is not calling the shots. I he's, barely even know who that guy is. He's relaying information, in my opinion. It, let me put it to you this way. If you've got the offensive coordinator on the headset up there on top, Ron Klain's the dude holding up the signs or flashing the signals, telling the quarterback what to do. He's yeah. the guy sending in the plays. He's not the guy calling the plays. I do not believe that. But let's go back to March. Joe Biden, well, I'm happy to take questions. And that's a wrap. That's Ron Klain. And that's a wrap. And so they they cut him. They cut the feed right then and there. And so you can imagine Ron Klain sitting in the room. Uh, yeah, cut the feed. Cut the feet. Okay, thank you. Then we move to last month. Reporters are asking questions about the withdrawal deadline from from Afghanistan. Uh, yeah, no, we're not going to take those questions. Cut the feet, please. Cut the feet. Thank you very much. Thank you. Then we come to yesterday. The president's talking to George Geisler of the National Association of State Foresters. And Joe clearly goes off script and this is how i envisioned it happening can i ask you a question of course hey, everyone, whoa, whoa. one of the things that uh hey everybody get ready to cut the feed i've been working on with some others no he's not working on anything is cut the feed cut the feed cut the feed cut. thank you that's how it worked <laughs> all along no he's not no he's not working on anything cut it cut it he's so. not working on anything <laughs> so we now go to a soundbite and a voice you'll recognize this comment in response to a question by Stephen Colbert some say Colbert I think that's a cheese and and this is this is the response to the question and this was right around Inauguration Day. People would ask me, knowing what you know now, do you wish like you had a, sec- a, a third term? Um, and I, I used to say, you know what, if, if I could make an arrangement where hmm. um, I had, a, I had a, a stand-in, a front man or front woman, and, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats hmm. looking through the stuff and then i could sort of deliver the lines but somebody else was uh doing all the talking and ceremony i'd be fine with that because i found the work fascinating hello hello what a ridiculous answer to begin with like that's kind of a rule here in america you get two you're done and you, like a standard former president would say, no, my time is up. Um, sure, maybe there were some things I would have liked to get done, but that's how this country operates. Instead, this guy goes on and says, sure, I'd love to pose, put some puppet up there and pull all the strings. Sure. 
Sounds like fun. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Look, one of the research assistants of the morning show came up with that soundbite. It's like this. It's like the sound of Anthony Fauci guaranteeing that Donald Trump would face a pandemic. A viral pandemic. In my opinion, this entire saga is playing out for two reasons. Control and the 2022 election. This is about control. All of it is about control. Controlling you. If you want to wear a mask, wear one. You want to get a vaccine, get one. But making people? Nah. Doesn't happen here in America. Or does it? (laughs) 46 minutes past. Justin Haskins will join us. We'll chat on this and other things. Can't wait. Love my chats with Justin. Coming up in mere moments on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Morning Show with Preston Scott. You can't handle the truth. On News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Questions. Sam Brown, who uh, nearly lost his life, he's a Nevada Republican Senate candidate. He nearly died in service in Afghanistan. Uh, severe burns to his body. And um, what a hero! Yeah, it's five questions for Secretary uh, Anthony Blinken and Tony to, uh, to answer. Question one, why didn't Secretary Blinken speak up about President Biden's arbitrary and rushed deadline for withdrawing all U.S. troops? What are you and the State Department doing to fix the visa process for our Afghan allies? Question three. And again, uh, I think these are questions that are that are allowed because of his uh, uh, service. Uh, question three didn't print here. My bad. All right, we're going to skip to question four. Question four: Why is the U.S. government considering recognizing the Taliban? 
five. What is the State Department's plan to stop China from taking advantage of this foreign policy failure? A lot of people think the Chinese and the Russians already have our Blackhawks and all of our military gear, and they're reverse engineering every single one of them, which is what they should do. Meanwhile, uh, Democrats rushed to defend Blinken. Uh, he's calling for a lifeline, probably. Can I, can I have a lifeline, please? During the questioning, uh, Republicans telling him he ought to resign. Representative Gregory Meeks of New York, committee chair, said Afghanistan uh, leaving never going to be easy. That's the talking point. Quoting, Dis- disentangling ourselves from the war in Afghanistan was never going to be easy. And for my friends who presume a clean solution for the withdrawal existed, I would welcome hearing what exactly a smooth withdrawal from a messy, chaotic 20-year war looks like. In fact, I've yet to hear the clean withdrawal option. I don't believe one exists. You haven't been listening. They've, they've been shared all over the place. I'm not a military expert. I shared one. I've shared several. Military experts have shared multiple. It's, it, you know... Mine is greatly informed by the people that I've known over the years that have been in military service and how they would conduct certain operations. And mine seems to be pretty much on par with what the military people are saying should have been done. You, over a period of time, get the Afghani allies out first. And then you withdraw the American personnel that are not military. And then you get the military personnel out. And if there's any doubt that the Afghan National Army, the national forces, are going to be able to withstand the Taliban, if there's any doubt of that, you pull all your gear. Sorry, we tried. But you see, this goes back to a failure of military leadership. We never decided to win in Afghanistan. If the mission was to kill Obama, or not Obama, uh, uh, Osama bin Laden and move on, then that's what we should have done and we should have been done with it. Obama should have pulled us out after that mission was done. But that was not the mission. The mission was to eradicate the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, and terrorism from the nation. We never, ever did that. We didn't take that mission seriously. We didn't give the Afghanis a chance at being successful at at forging a government and, and providing national security for its citizens. We never gave them a chance. Brad Sherman, Democrat from California... Blame Trump for setting the original May 1st troop withdrawal. We inherited a deadline. We did not inherit a plan. Uh, dude, the planning is left to the people that are committing to carrying it out. And uh, how about, you know what? We're not going to be done by May 1st. Sorry, we're staying longer. Next question. How hard is this? They're still blaming Trump. It's incredible. It really is. All right, it's the audio magazine known as the morning show with Preston Scott. Hour three with Justin Haskins is next. Here we go. Familiar introduction to an hour of radio here on the morning show with Preston Scott. I'm Preston. Grant Allen there in Studio 1A. I am here in Studio 1B. An eventful morning. My goodness gracious, the things we have to talk about. I love to paraphrase what the what not the bee puts out on its website. What a time to be alive. 
And joining us is the editorial director for the Heartland Institute. He's a research fellow. He's also uh, the editor-in-chief for StoppingSocialism.com, a website you ought to visit. And he is our friend Justin Haskins. Good morning, Justin. How are you? Good morning. I am doing so well now that I'm with you. Before what? that, I was terrible. Now I'm doing well. Well, of course, there it is. We we just we we just need Mary Tyler Moore singing in the background. We're going to make it after all. Um, <laughs> Justin, I, I just want to get your thoughts on something we've been talking about this morning. When you put together Joe Biden's constant uh, cuts of the feed that the White House has been keeping him from any questioning, uh, certain people only allowed to ask him questions. The the difficulties he's having communicating. Do you really believe that he's running the show in the White House, or is this Barack Obama's third term? Well, I think it's, I think it's kind of both, in a way. I, I think that Joe Biden is not all the way there. I think he's in mental decline. I think everyone knows this. But I've yet to see anything from Joe Biden uh, that would indicate to me that he's acting differently than what I would have expected had he been all the way there, in, at least in terms of the policy. So I don't think Joe Biden was ever really a moderate or anything like that. I always thought he was a, a left-wing, even a far left-wing politician. He used to be a moderate a long time ago because he goes wherever the wind is going politically, right? Wherever that is blowing, that's where he goes. So he's, he has become more radicalized over the years. The people he surrounded himself are far left-wing people. And that's been the case going back for decades now. And I don't think that uh, I don't I don't think that anything we're seeing today is something that you would look at and say, well, this isn't really Joe Biden. This is somebody else. No, this is this is what Joe Biden is all about, too. It's just that he you know, has to take a nap at two o'clock. So other people got to take over. I understand that. So I, I think that that's what's going on here. I talked just a little bit ago about something Glenn Beck discussed yesterday briefly on his program. And it was that the Fed allegedly is not releasing the latest GDP numbers because they're terrible, but using COVID as an excuse. And that the rumor was that the Atlanta Fed didn't get the memo, pushed some intel out saying that the GDP was down 40%. I don't know the veracity of any of it, but what I do know is I can't explain why the market is sustaining itself in the midst of inflation, the job market, and the overall woes of the country. You maintain that the market is headed for a crash. What informs your view? Right. So I am 100% convinced that the data indicates that we should be seeing, at the very least, a gigantic stock market crash soon. That's what the data shows. doesn't mean it's going to happen, but that's what it shows. The reason I believe that we're, we're going to see that is because there has been a massive house of cards that's been built on printed money, that the economy that you see today isn't really built on any kind of free market economics or anything like that. It's all based on printed money, trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars that have been pumped into the economy over the past few years, not just through government programs, but also through uh, actions taken by the Federal Reserve. They're a huge part of it. They're actually putting more money into the economy than the government is through their various actions with banking. So one of the key indicators that you can look at over the course of American history, especially modern American history, and, and, and determine whether you think the market is getting too, is too hot and is on the verge of collapse is housing prices. 
step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. When housing prices are going up, that's a good thing for a lot of people, especially people who own houses, obviously. But when they go up really, really fast, that is usually a sign that the market is on the verge of a crash. And if you look at data from the second quarter, which is the most recent data we have of this year, and you compare it to second quarter data from last year, what you see is that housing prices increased, housing sales prices increased by more than $50,000 in one year. That's about a 16% increase. That's the, that's the largest one-year increase using that data, which I believe even comes from the Fed, if I remember correctly. Um, in, that's the largest increase in one year that we've seen since 1987, just before we had a gigantic stock market crash. Prior to that, the last time we saw something uh, like this was in the early 1970s just before we saw a gigantic economic crash. Hang on a second, Justin. We're going to pick up right there. Justin Haskins with us. America headed for a market crash. Washington deserves the blame. That's his thought on this. We'll talk more next. And when you want or listen again, the Preston Scott Podcast is at WFLAFM.com. Joining me on the program is Justin Haskins with the Heartland Institute and uh, reading from a column that he wrote that was pushed out by Newsweek. By the way, how is it possible Newsweek is still accepting your columns? I ask, I ask myself that every time they do. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Believe it or not, that, that was originally published at Newsweek. It's a Newsweek column that they've been letting me write for about a month. Uh, I mean, for for every month for the past several months. So the, this is still a relatively new relationship, but I'm amazed that uh, they're allowing me to do this, and I'm going to take advantage of it. <laughs> I have no complaints. Um, I will say that just since you brought it up, the editors at Newsweek have been bringing in more conservative voices. It's one of the very few publications. The Hill is another one out there that does that that tries to bring in voices from both sides. Uh, I don't know when this changed editorially, but I know that it has been something they've been doing now uh, for at least the past year. And so it's 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 a pretty interesting uh, development. Well, there's no money in liberal media. I mean, I'm, I'm just, you know, I mean, if you look at the what happened to Air America, there is no money to be made in illiberal media. And it's all over. They they have no choice if they want to survive. Well, that's true, but it seems like many of the other publications are willing to commit economic suicide. <laughs> so I don't know if that's, if that's really what the motivating factor is. But if they're smart at Newsweek and they do want to make money, it does make sense to bring in conservative voices. No doubt about that. Well, while on the subject, a great way to segue back to our original topic of economic suicide, how will Democrats, how will this administration, how will the Fed 
of they can't afford to let the market crash. So what are they going to do to artificially prop it? They're already dealing with deflating the value of the dollar. They're dealing with inflation at the uh, at the stores. So how do they pull this off? They are in a horrible situation because the only thing the Biden administration and congressional Democrats know how to do economically is print money and make government programs. That's it. That's all they know how to do. They know nothing else. But when you print too much money, you cause inflation and inflation causes other economic problems. And the Fed can't bail you out if they've already printed massive amounts of money unless they just print even more money and cause more inflation. But eventually you have to raise interest rates in order to combat the inflation. And when you do that, you kill the economy. This is why I believe in part we're headed for an economic crash. I don't know when. But I think that all the fundamentals indicate that that's the case. The only way out for them, uh, realistically, based on the people who are in Congress and the White House, is that things just continue to inflation just just magically abate and they can keep printing money infinitely. That's essentially the only way that this is going to end well for them. Justin Haskins with me this morning on the morning show with Preston Scott. Justin, stand by. We're going to pick up and change gears just a little bit. He's written another column that I think is a little under the radar unless you read his writing, which I hope after all these years you've you've gotten in the habit of doing. And the headline is this, how Democrats are using economic chokeholds to restrict your gun rights without passing any new laws. We do our personal defense segments on Wednesdays twice a month. This is a perfect lead-in to talk about that subject. Next, with Justin Haskins, he's with StoppingSocialism.com, and the website is, uh, uh, and the other website, I'm sorry, I've lost my mind, Uh, Heartland Research uh, Fellow at um, Heartland Institute. I I can't believe what I just did there. My mind is working on so many directions, and, and Barack Obama's in my ear. It's uh, it's 16 minutes past. Interest UFLA on your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. This is crazy! And iHeart's radio station. minutes after the hour of the morning show with Preston Scott. I'll try to enter this segment a little bit better than I exited the last one. Justin Haskins with me with the Heartland Institute and StoppingSocialism.com. Justin, the piece, how Democrats are using an economic chokehold to restrict your gun rights without passing any new laws. What do you mean? Right. So the State Department very recently, well, everyone's been paying attention to other news, very recently came out and said, we're going to issue a all-out ban on all ammunition and guns uh, imported from Russia. Now, people don't typically buy guns from Russia. That's already been sort of uh, banned by federal law. But ammunition is bought. A lot of ammunition from Russia is bought. And um, the reason for that is because Domestic ammunition, which produced here in the United States, which is much better in terms of the quality, um, has been completely sold out. We have massive shortages of ammunition here in the United States. And the first ammunition to go is ammunition made in the United States. And the reason why that's the case is because we have unprecedented gun sales over the past two years. 2020 was an incredible year for gun sales. 
this year, the first six months of this year, was the highest amount of gun sales in the first six months of a year in the history of the United States since they started keeping track of this. So we have lots of gun sales, lots of ammunition sales. We have an ammunition shortage. And the Biden administration comes out and decides to ban ammunition imports. And they claim that the reason that they did this was to put sanctions on Russia. This was to punish Russia for uh, that Novichok nerve agent that killed uh, uh, Alexei Navalny back about a year ago, over a year ago. Mm -hmm. And they had already been sanctioned for that. And now they're claiming they're sanctioning them again this time by banning ammunition. But the truth is, the reason they're doing this is to put the squeeze on gun prices and ammunition prices in this case, to make it much more expensive for people to actually buy ammo. It's part of a much larger movement by the Biden administration and other people who are aligned with them to make it incredibly difficult and expensive for people to exercise their Second Amendment rights. Explain in two minutes, because that's what we've got left, what environmental social governance is all about, ESG standards. Okay, so ESG standards is going to become one of the most important things uh, for every conservative and liberty-minded independent um, over the next couple of years. Everyone's going to know what this is, but a lot of people don't know right now. It's essentially a framework, a social credit system like what they have in China. It's a framework for scoring and awarding good companies and punishing bad companies. And by good companies and bad companies, I mean the good companies are the people who are in with the elites, who do what the elites want, which in many cases is left-wing causes like environmental causes, fighting global warming, et cetera, social causes like making sure you don't have too many um, Asian people working at your company when you should have more African-Americans or Hispanics working at your company. There is an entire framework being built right now to award the good companies and punish the bad companies, and it's called this ESG system. And the vast majority of large corporations in the United States already have these ESG systems in place. People don't know it, but they're already in place. And banks and financial institutions and investors are tying money to these ESG scores so that they won't invest in you unless you have a high ESG score. And there are governments in Europe, and they're talking about doing this here in the United States, too, that are starting to make it mandatory to have these ESG scores and that they want to essentially remove companies from their, in Europe especially, they're talking about removing companies um, and and just eliminating them if they don't go along with these uh, policies uh, by fining them excessively until they actually uh, go along with this entire system. So it is a framework for forcing every company in the Western world to become woke. That's the goal for ESG system. And it gives a massive amount of power to the elites who are in charge of this. And it's all being fueled by the printing of money that's going on at the Fed. That's how they coerce these businesses to go along with it, by promising them that they're going to continue to flood all of this money into investment management companies and into banks and other financial institutions that will give this money to these corporations. That's my best Well, and by extension, to tie it back to the gun issue, this then puts financial pressures on the gun industry because they don't have access to capital. That's exactly right. And that's a huge part of this ESG system and this whole concept of the Great Reset. A big part of that is using the banking system to shut companies down that they don't like, whole industries down that that the elites don't like, especially left-wing elites. And that is 
Uh, enemy number one is, is gun manufacturers and gun sellers. They are, I have no doubt, going to try to shut down every gun manufacturer in America at some point within the next three to five years by not allowing them to get access to capital and banking accounts and things like that. Justin, you're my hero. Thank you, sir, for taking time with us again. We'll speak again next month. I appreciate it so very much. Looking forward to it. Take care. Thank you, sir. Justin Haskins with us from the Heartland Institute, where he serves as editorial director. He's also a research fellow and with StoppingSocialism.com, where he is editor-in-chief. 27 minutes past the hour. Big stories in the press box next. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Morning Show with Preston Scott. What's up, Doc? On News Radio 100.7, WFLA. What a show. I mean, other than one horrifically bad train wreck outro of a segment that I did with Justin. That was bad. I forgot about it already. I had a wild pitch. <laughs> but if I've been hurling from the mound today, I've canned 17. I've, I've sent 17 back to the showers with a K, baby. We've been throwing strikes today. But the material has been spectacular to work with. For example, let's go back. Joe Biden campaigning for president of the United States. You know, we have to come together. That's why I'm running. I'm running as a proud Democrat for the Senate. What? And representatives, uh, Shirley Jackson Lee, Al Green, Sylvia Garcia, Lizzie Pinelli, uh, uh, excuse me, Pinell, and uh, what am I doing here? I'm going to lose track here. And uh, uh, We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. And so folks... <laughs> If you're interested, join me. I could use the help. Have you taken a cognitive No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are. Why can't the, the, the experts say we know that this virus is, in fact, uh, um, uh, it's going to be. Uh, or excuse me, we, we, we know why all the drugs approved are not. And that, that right there explains this as president. I'll take your questions. And as usual, folks, they gave me a list of the people I'm going to call on. So, uh, Jonathan, Associated Press. You guys are bad. I'm not supposed to be answering all these questions. I'm supposed to leave. I'm not supposed to questions. Now, I'm supposed to stop and walk out of the room here. Yeah, These gentlemen sense. gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell of NBC. Yeah, and then yesterday, uh, this happened live 
as the White House is controlling the feed of a of a meeting on wildfires in Idaho. Can I ask you a question? Of course. One of the things that uh, cut the feed. Cut the I've been feed. working on. No, no, it? he's not working on anything. Cut the feed. Is cut, cut it. There you go. They cut the feed. They put up billboard. Thanks for watching. This is the White House. Have a good day. I mean, it was just, it's comical. So what is going on here? People would ask me, knowing what you know now, do you wish like you had a, sec- a, a third term? Um, and I, I used to say, you know what, if, if I could make an arrangement mm. where um, I had, a, I had a, a stand-in, a front man. Who would do that? A front woman, and, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats mm-hmm. looking yeah. through the stuff, and then I could sort of deliver the lines, but mm. somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony. Wow. I, I'd be fine with that because I found the work fascinating. Front man, front woman. Hey, he's got them both. He's got Joe Biden. When he tires of Joe Biden, he throws him out, and he's got Kamala. Front woman. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Or am I? I'm just saying. Or am I not? Just saying. Money talk. Next on the morning show with Preston Scott. Thing your mom would say you should do because everyone else is doing it. You're listening to the morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Money Talk with investment advisor Howard Eisman with Enhanced Financial Services, Securities and Advisory Services offered through NBC Securities Inc. member FINRA and SIPC. NBC Securities, Inc. is a wholly owned subsidiary of RBC Bank USA. The opinions expressed are not those of NBC Securities, Inc. or iHeartMedia. On appropriate matters, seek professional tax and or legal advice. Because it's all about the money. Indeed it is. And we are joined by Howard Eisman. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Preston. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? Well, I feel like saying a big fat I told you so to everybody out there listening because we've been talking... You've been with me for nearly all of the 20 years. We have been doing these segments together, and we have talked ad nauseum about the fragility of Social Security. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Uh, So, you know, the Social Security Administration came out at the very end of this past month and announced that uh, the assets backing the fund, the trust fund, would be zero by 2033, Now, to them, they clarify zero does not mean that payments will stop and go to zero, but rather will uh, drop to about 76% of what was originally promised. Uh, The interesting fact, though, to me, Preston, and and that that amount would continue to be paid to folks for, you know, the next 60 years. Uh, Now, the problem is uh, their 2010 report a decade ago had forecast we'd be in the same place in 2040. So we saw seven years clipped off. My money would say that uh, uh, we're likely to see that that date gets moved from 2033 to maybe 2031-ish, and we're in the same boat. 
unless Congress uh, acts and makes some changes. It should be pointed out that Social Security is not a guaranteed benefit by law. That's correct. Yeah, it was a promise. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And and so as a result, when they talk about the COLA being improved, that's really a short-term bonus that's not going to last very long. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, again, without change is exactly right. So if you look at the cost of living adjustment, uh, it's been increased by 4% or more just twice in the last 30 years. But it's likely to be increased by the highest ever for beneficiaries for payments this coming year. Looks like the number is going to probably come in somewhere around a 6% increase. Maybe a little higher, maybe slightly lower, uh, but that'll be the biggest increase ever. Interestingly, with what happened last year during the pandemic and the near shutdown of the economy, the cost of living increase was just 1.3%, not nearly enough to keep up with the actual cost of uh, you know, higher prices, goods, and services. The maximum Social Security benefit has always been a little interesting and a little confusing to me. Where are we at right now? Yep. So where we're at right now uh, is that uh, the maximum benefit at full retirement age is $2,785 a month. Uh, if you look back 10 years ago, that maximum benefit in 2011 was $2,366 a month. So you're talking about a $420 increase, but if you, Preston, if you look at that over 10 years, that means that the uh, increased COLA benefit was just 1.64%. I know we went through a decade of lower than inflation, if you believe the CPI number, but really 1.64% is not going to cut it, particularly for folks who are heavily, heavily dependent on Social Security to pay their bills. And so no matter what you make uh, in your last however many years of, of work, the maximum you can you can get paid out is 27 and some change? Yeah, 2785 uh, at full retirement age. So if you retire early, and there have been some studies here recently that an awful lot of workers who are in their 50s are talking about wanting to opt for Social Security at the earliest date possible, age 62, uh, you know, they're going to get about 25% less in monthly payments. And then the other side of that is you're also talking about more and more people, uh, uh, again, uh, you know, fewer workers, as you've commented on the show. So, uh, you know, at some point, Congress is going to have to address this or going to be some really unhappy seniors you know, not too far down the road. Howard, thanks for the intel. Talk again soon. Absolutely. Have a great rest of the week, Preston. All righty. Howard Eisman joins me the second and fourth Tuesdays of each month on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. For those of you listening in Panama City on 94.5 WFLA, this will be the last morning you can listen to my program on 94.5 FM. Starting tomorrow, 
The show is so big, they're giving us three frequencies. <laughs> Sorry for the confusion. It is what it is. Panama City, 96.3 FM. Just remember, 96.3 FM in your program, number one in your heart. Or, if you're in Panama City Beach, 102.5 FM. Sounds like a fever to me. But just remember, it's the morning show with Preston Scott in Panama City Beach. And if you happen to have a high-definition radio, this, my friends, is the way to get us all over that area. 92.5 HD2. You might hear the call letters WPAP. Do not be alarmed. It will be us. So you can always stream us on the iHeartRadio app, but that's what happens as of tomorrow for the morning show with Preston Scott. And so for any confusion it may cause you, I'm sorry, tell a friend, even tell both of them. Now, this needs, I just decided, I, I, this was a last minute decision to think of happier times with Joe Biden. I got hairy legs, hairy legs that turn blonde in the sun, in the sun, come rub my legs from the morning. Yeah. Was a bad dude. Bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. A bad crew. Uh-huh. I really was the only white guy they really knew. Only white. He said, I'll meet you outside. And I said, What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do, Corn Pop? Corn Pop, he can't stop. Can't stop. Corn Pop, he won't stop. That's fine, thank you. I'm the only person on this stage. It's about hairy legs. Uh-huh. Hairy legs that turn blonde. We got other issues we're trying to get Here's to. Here's the last point I want. To, my time's going to run out. Here's the last point I want to make to you. I got hairy legs. I don't care. Yeah, that's right. You heard what I said. Brought to you by Barino Heating and Air. It's the Morning Show 180 on WFLA. Look back at the radio program in 180 seconds or less. Who is running the show? Huh? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Technically, I'm running this one. Is it Joe Biden? Is it Ron Klain? Is it Susan Rice? Or is it Barack Obama? That's really what's kind of actually. Just saying. Had some fun with that today. COVID 19 vaccine boosters are unnecessary for most FDA advisors. In fact, the head of the FDA Office of Vaccines Research and Review. Marion Gruber and her deputy director are resigning over the public policy of the White House. Hmm. Crack showing. Stiff-necked county administrators, city administrators, leaders, business people across the country trying to force people to get a shot. I will maintain it's illegal. I will suggest anybody affected by this do everything possible to walk out, find a new job. Just find a new job. It is a job seeker's market. The pay's never been better. Find somewhere else to work if you can. If you can't, I get it. 
California recall elections going on today. I'm predicting a Gavin Newsom win, and I'm predicting he'll cheat to do it. I hope I'm wrong. And I'd about do it. Tomorrow, we'll take some calls in the second hour of the program. J.D. Johnson may be joining us tomorrow in our personal defense segment, but we're going to have one no matter what. Have a great day, and thanks for listening. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.